0: I'm sort of focusing on the term Sankhāra. Um, this, this is <laughs> very elusive to get a translation for often. The translators themselves use two or three sometimes formations, karma formations, volitional formations, constructions, fabrications, um, all kinds of words are used. And uh, I own. I tend to talk about programs because yeah. it's like, like, rather like computer programs they, they you set something up and things are working according to that particular program and programs can also create other programs you know you can get a piece of software that will create other programs and so forth and all these are ed- complexify everything and uh, uh, themselves get to be quite a thing to deal with if you're dealing with <laughs> And so often they, they encourage you to keep updating and uploading more of them. When <laughs> actually what you need to do is switch them off. <laughs> you want some peace of mind. Uh, but they're part of life, you know, Life lives have these complexities. So really, uh, the main thing is to... Um, <laughs> is ignorance, of course not understanding what these are, because the words are not that easy, and not really feeling them, or feeling them, but not really understanding them deeply, and not being able to get perspective. See, though no, that one's redundant. No, you don't need that one. And calming, relaxing, switching off, stilling of sankara. This is peaceful, this is sublime. The stilling of Sankara, the relinquishment of acquisitions, detachment, dispassion, destruction of craving, ceasing, Nibbana. Mm. This is the sequence that's referred to. Stilling, not eliminating, but stilling, steadying, soothing, recognizing the conditioned realm, needs to have some conditioning forces to handle it. Which are the ones that mark my ignorance? Well, essentially these generate suffering where there need not be suffering. Clearly no one intends to generate suffering for themselves. Probably not for others either, most of the time. But yet, those programs take us into it, don't they? They take us into uh, holding on. Uh, fundamentally they take us into passion and its passion forms as, as either complexifying everything uh, locking things down rigid, hold on, upadana and in that holding on the sense of self occurs with its need for defence, security to be right, to be on top to be so forth and in all the bristling of defensiveness, aversion, hostility, fear, mistrust that occurs around that crystallization. And naturally that program starts to generate plenty of other programs, as we see in human history. You know, and then we start to name people as this, that, and the other, the enemy, the Muslims, whatever. And all like that. Program. Defense program. Uh, Run away, big one, just avoid everything, just run away into distraction, that's a program. When things get tough, just look the other way, switch on something. When you feel insecure, drink something. When you feel nervous, eat something, drink something, taste something, smoke something, so on. That's a program. These programs get addictive. That's, that's in fact, that's all the that chitta you knows how to do. Hold on, grip hold of something, a view, an opinion, a status, a position, project onto others, and distract, run, scurry, from this to that, to this to that, burying oneself in temporary pleasures, temporary relief, distraction, scurrying. Notice. These are not personal, these are universal. You know, when the pressure gets on, what does the mind do? Lock on? Shouldn't be this way, how dare they? No. This is right, that's wrong. I'm this, I'm that. It says this in the book. It's oh, called lock, lock, lock. Scurry. Oh, I'm busy right now, I need to do this, I need to go somewhere else. You know, all fake fake responses, which, you know, sometimes Jitter doesn't know what to do except for that, because that's the one that's learned, because it hasn't learned itself, hasn't known itself, it hasn't known its capacity for discernment, it's a capacity for warmth, friendliness, ease, uh, forgiving, relaxing, you know, being with, tolerating. Negotiating, yeah, you know, much more finer qualities of listening, attentiveness, which is what we're cultivating. Not some fixed program. You not involving a meditation program. We're not trying to get into a lockdown retreat program or a monastic program. You know, just notice how the mind searches for those things. What's the rule? You know. What's the thing? You know. The thing is to very simple structures, which need to be sensed and felt and recognising what structures do. You know, sila-vata-paramasa, the tendency to cling to duties, responsibilities, positions, conventions, routines, and to hold to them for security, understandable. Yeah? And then try to control everything. And they get resentful, people aren't doing what I want them to do, and so forth. Yeah. Gee, it's hard to make life hard work. I invent some more complicated structures to make sure everything's really locked down. Ignorance, because it doesn't understand. Yeah. Qualities of human heart to be cultivated. Yeah we have to mature into from our confused state giving it more trust a bit more space, a bit more ground Mm. grounding steady a bit more psychological space and something flowing that you can be soothed by breathing in, breathing out chanting, moving, walking flow of a day, morning, puja, rising, breakfast, evening, puja, leave time. Going through a whole process of coming out of sleep, waking up, energised, you know, whatever, 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 and then letting it all fade in the evening. Finish the day, switch off, let it die, let it finish. These are things we do to sense, to get a feeling for and to trust. Because yes, there is a structure here, we need to be clear about that. But it's a fluid structure, it's a flexible structure. A structure of mindfulness, around four bases. Body, deep, deep structure you can carry with you, feeling your own body, getting grounded in your body, Returning to it, breathing out in it, breathing in in it, letting it breathe. Feeling the movement of it, the flow of it. The effect of a fluid but reliable foundation. And recognising it's both reliable and steady, and it's also fluid. There's something to learn about bodies. There's something to be learned about bodies. You know, it's both seemingly solid and yet also flexible, fluid. The arms don't fall off, <laughs> just because you're not holding on tight. You know, you can breathe in and out, you don't have to make it happen. It's got intelligence. And we need to understand that. It's not a thought process. Another structure. Mm-hmm structure of mutuality you know, it's a relational sense to others as to myself a very important structure to, to hold, it's a fluid structure I don't quite know how you are but I know, I'd like to know I'd like to have a sense of working harmony I don't have a fixed view about what you should be I don't have a fixed view about your state, your status if I do I'm, I want to learn about that and relax it because essentially whatever you are is chitta there? Its potential is for clarity, wisdom, uh, warmth, love, compassion, skillfulness. It's there. I want to know about that and how it's manifesting there. And so often we just jump to the role or the position, authority figures, junior, senior, lock. You know, projection. It's inevitable. But then essentially a time of retreat is a time when you can begin to acknowledge a skillful, unskillful, blind, confused habits have occurred around those structures, relational structures. Because mm-hmm. they're structures, aren't they? We, we live our lives with reference to those, particularly in a monastery. Father, mother, relational structure, primary relational structure that yeah. we've well, had, you've had, probably had teachers and students you've had bosses and employee, employees you've had those, relational structures and they, they shape how you act yeah <laughs> yeah that's good but is it affected by, by ignorance probably good chance they should just to revise that Return to jitta. Heart. Oh. Forget about the male, female, junior, senior, da 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 da, Jitta. Because now we don't need those. What do we need? Respect. Mutual. What do we need? Openness. Tolerance. Yeah, this person too is affected by karma. Liable to be Sensitive, probably subject to ignorance. Stuff can fly up and down. They too have their confusion. Can I be respectful and compassionate towards that? Very important structures. These are not rigid structures. They're, They're reference points with which you practice seeing what your own mind's habits bring up where they can be possibly clearly seen, reviewed. Possibly major changes can occur in those ways. Monastic structure, the retreat form. Okay, we have day times. How do you use it? Is it just like going to a job? You no. Know? Clock on at 5 o'clock in the morning, switch off at 9 o'clock at 8.30. Da-da-da, walks it, walks it, walks it. Okay, it's done my hours, Relax. Stupid, isn't it? Stupid obedience. Or feel you've got to do it and feel regimented and no no walks it, walks in. (laughs) Stupid. Or or endlessly trying to create exactly the right structure. Well, some could walk a little bit and sit a little bit or maybe stand for ten and uh, complicate everything. Or just say, look, there's a fluid structure here. It's for our welfare, it's to generate a particular sense of gathering together. Can we respect that? Can I respect that? Can I see that something purposeful in that? Can I make, you know, and also recognize all day and all night I'm alive. You know, don't let the opportunity pass to cultivate, doesn't mean frantically cultivate, it means listen, attend see where the compulsions are, see where the openness is, see the possibilities, sharing blessings, reflecting on people ones known and feel grateful for. Laying down certain sannyas and perceptions that will give rise to skillful states, perceptions associated with gratitude, perceptions associated with inspiration, Hmm? perceptions associated with, you know, virtue, your own or others, rather than perceptions associated with negative states. It's kind of simple, really. If you linger on the perceptions associated with fear, aversion, resentment, control, nervousness, hard done by, problem, 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 got a fog this, obligation, that's what you get. You create your world. But you don't. The Carlos will do it for you. So you realize the responsibility to get hold of those things. If you can't even turn it around, at least know it for what it is. Wait till some of the pressure of it begins to cease through not acting on it. To get a little bit of ground uh, to, I'd be blown away there. Wow, thank goodness I found a place to get my foot on the ground, ask myself what's important, what's valuable here, turn it, turn the jitta, it's always possible, always possible, turn it, this is dispassion, this is disengagement, this is ceasing, destruction of craving, craving to be, craving for a future, craving to be right, Craving to prove he's wrong. Craving to find a position. Craving for a view. This is the way it should be. Craving, thirst, desperate. Oof. Could it be? Could it be in the, lo- in the world of Chitta, things could be fluid, shifting, uncertain. I would feel rather happy with that. Because in the world of things being uncertain, miracles can occur. In the world of certainty, there are no miracles at all. There's no. It's just doggedly holding it together. In the world of uncertainty, there's a possibility for the new to arise. The thing we hadn't learnt, hadn't realised, hadn't sensed, can occur this is what awakening is about but for this we have to really get hold of uh, being to even get a conceptual and experiential reference to what this Sankara process is and it is in my opinion the key for liberation or bondage the creator the formulator, the programmer of dukkha mm. and you get a feeling for it a sense of it this is a different slightly different map or it's, a, it's another uh, kind of another map if you like in this map we talk about three Kaya Vajisankara chitta Sankara, Kaya Sankara and these are the You could say these are the avenues down which this Sankara energy is dynamic. Anything that's created is dynamic, fluid, energized, driven by passion, motivated by desire, for good or for bad. It's a flowing quality, like voltage, like electricity, like magnetism. And it flows into these three avenues or these three cables, if you like, Image of electricity, the speaking, thinking, citta, heart, in this sense, <clears throat> the place of impulse, the place of intention, the place of motivation, the place of loving kindness, the place of fear, the place where these. It could be emotions, but in a very broad sense, emotions such as um, can be quite relatively neutral, like a sense of determining heartful commitment is an emotion, is a heart sense. When you commit to this kind of practice and this kind of life, it, it doesn't necessarily make sense on a rational level. Rational level, my mother used to tell me I should have been out there being a success. I could have had three kids and playing golf. That very reasonable decision, instead sort of wasting my life in a Buddhist monastery, rotting away. <laughs> and I could have had three kids and playing golf and probably drinking at night and a nervous wreck by now. <laughs> Sometimes you don't have to follow what your mother says. <laughs> but it was not really, not really a rational decision, just the sense of don't know, I don't want something wants to do this the arising of faith, motivation, because other things no, no there's got to be more to life than that be greedy <laughs> ask for more more peace, more deeper wisdom more profound chitta, because this is something you could possibly achieve. Whereas life in the world is not, you're not going to achieve deep peace through that, absolutely. Yeah, unless you know. Now, these three bases, so say the uh, that's the chitta sankara, also the kaya sankara, which is you know, in my language the bodily conditioner, or the bodily program, or the bodily formation, or the bodily construction. These constructions are dynamic; they both relate to the energy that creates things, and also the result of that. So we it's in the in the bodily sense. Why is this? Why the, where the mental formations kind of fall short? is because we could probably recognise a little bit of introspection most of our emotions will have a bodily effect they'll get us heated up they get us trembly some of them get us locked down, we feel gripped and tense some of us get fidgety restless doubt, get fidgety, on scurries in the body so at a very uh, primary non-verbal level Emotions and intentions affect the body. And some of them precede the mind. I think it's William James, an American psychologist, is saying, well, if you see a bear, the first thing that happens is your body jumps up and runs. The second thing that happens is you feel fear. But the first thing that happens is the bodily reaction, and then the emotional reaction comes later. You may have felt, if you had an accident, it's the same. Mm. A crash, first thing that happens is your body is agitating, and stirred. then and you, oh my goodness, you start to get upset afterwards. And when I fell off a walking path in New Zealand, I was holding this, uh, my thermos flask with tea in it. And as I walked along the path, the path kind of went through a, a turn but the light, the sunlight shone in my eyes at that moment. I walked off the end of the path, it was on the a, on a side of a hill. So, the next thing I knew, was crash, womp, onto the earth, and the ground, Whomp, crash. Oh God, what's happened then? Oh, I know, I'm, I'm alive. I'm alive. Second thing, where's my tea? <laughs> And then, oh, yeah, there's a body here. (laughs) It seems to be working. But the first thought that arose was, I haven't dropped my flask of tea. (laughs) This is a sign of rebirth. (laughs) When you die, the first thing you wake up, where's my flask of tea? Is you reborn? (laughs) So clearly, there's something to be worked on in this. (laughs) But I wasn't frightened. I wasn't... It was just. The first thing was just the, the shock and the body agitated, stressed and then the mind coming through after that the feeling, okay, well I'm alright, I'm not dead things seem to be working where's my tea flask? Uh, and then gradually sort of dragging myself up realising I'd damaged my knees and got a bit cut up and things, but so what? So this Kaya sankara is a, a bodily energy that rushes through. Well, this is why so much can be made of just doing body meditation to to, to understand, to sense the bodily energy and uh, be able to soothe it, steady it. Because and We do this through breathing, which is called Kaya Sankara, it's the, that quality that is able to radiate and move vitality through the body. China will enhance the body energy you know, the body itself becomes rather different, feels rather more fine and subtle and soft. Mm. Kaya is still there. What's changed? Rupa has changed. Mm. And so you see these two words, Kaya and Rupa, they both can be approximately used for body. Rupa really means form. Which is the immediate impression of something being present, predominantly through the eyes, but other senses can also produce rupa, particularly the mind. Something's present rather than absent. So, this is often referred to in terms of we see a body Mm -hmm. as a shape, something that occupies visual attention. Mm -hmm. And that is sankharit, because you know, actually what you see is is a kind of series of colours uh, that's it. But your boy, your attention, attention is the same colour that picks out a particular set of colours as a body. And Sanya recognises That's the head. Yeah. You know, so on. You know, that's rupa. That's only two dimension. But of course we have a mental consciousness which says, Oh yeah, that's Joseph, Jacqueline, you know, obviously it's a three-dimensional person. You know, so because of this interplay between the different bases of consciousness and perception it comes in, we establish a world of three-dimensional people. And then the perceptions we have of them. You know, he's irritable, she's very sweet. You know, boom! Out of nowhere, that's constructed. Or oh, there's the maintenance man. That's constructed. Maintenance man is that which does maintenance. Well, mm, <laughs> it's that which experiences joy and sorrow, suffering and pain, you know, wisdom and kindness, just like me. You know, so we. we keep reviewing how we perceive the world of form. Rupa. In the suttas, you see, Rupa never has arms and legs. It doesn't have intestines. It's just the shape. Kaya. Can be reviewed as having organs, blood, sinews. It's the subjective experience that we're in. And right in the center of that is this Kaya Sankara vitality that we sense my body whether it's sick or strong, warm, awake, dull Kaya Sankara vitality and how that changes the moods we're in you know, you feel sick and tired, everything seems miserable too much you feel strong and warm, everything seems fine world has changed, just because your kaya-sankara has shifted. Of course, that's, that's what's happening here, it doesn't mean it's a true reading of the world around you. So you're cautious about that, not intoxicated by strength, youth, vitality. Not insensitive, made insensitive by youth, strength, vitality. You notice know, it it's like this now, it may not be the same for others. They're not worse, they're not inferior, they're just other. And essentially we respond to it. And within this very body you learn change. How changeable it is. How you can't decide not to get sick. You can't say it's my fault, I'm 75, I must have done something wrong. No, it's just, vitalities like this now. 25, you're all bursting and raging, you know. It's like that, it's not wrong, it's like that. It's not good, it's not bad, it's just like that. We need to moderate it, sense it, respond to it. Hmm? This is careful
1: relationship
0: with this kaya. Kaya Sankara. Otherwise, we get intoxicated by its strength and vigour, and we get upset by its absence of those qualities. It's not self, it's this. It's this. So, the emotions of pride or conceit or impulsiveness or recklessness when we feel strong are understood to be defilement. Wrong grasping of Kaya Sankara. The feeling of dejection, failure, not being good enough when it's not strong. Well, There's an emotional response to it. The job is to manage to handle this body in a kindly way. This can be done. If it's not done, All kinds of unskillful mental states occur, arrogance, brutality, pride, vanity, despair, feeling inferior, blaming oneself, pushing oneself too hard, these occur, defilements. Somewhere the body is rather like the earth, it provides the raw material for all our activities, provides the raw material of energy for all our activities. And it's the place where we dump everything. And what do we dump in the body? We dump tension. We dump uh, restlessness. We dump emotions in the body and lock them down, just like shoveling a pile of dirt over rubbish, trash. And we push it around, just like we dig up the earth recklessly and chop down trees and mountains. So we have the same response to our own body. Dominate, make it work, get more out of it. We overuse it, people stress out. Uh, often because motor society demands it you stretch your body out to achieve notional rewards and of course we can do that in meditation too more, stronger, quicker, harder, clearer, faster, more progress now, now, get on with it no, no, you find ground you find ground through these structures, the structure of for establishes of mindfulness, body is like this, feelings like this, feeling, mind is like this, dhammas like this. If this is causing unskillful dhammas to rise. The body, what it says in the book is not appropriate, and your body will tell you. Because your mind gets very deluded by ideas and views? Now so this is the baseline, the kaya-sankara, or a very important basis of which the mind, jitta, derives its messages of action in the world, its power, its lack of it, and all the perceptions, ideas, justifications, self-judgments that can occur around that, and of course the judgments of others at least construct everything program everything So a little saying in the uh, Sangutta, uh, 2279 this is a little paragraph I'll try to just use the Pali for Sankara. Bhikkhu Bodhi is translating as volitional formations, but get gets in a bit of a tangle somewhere. Why, Bhikkhus, do you call them Sankara? Because they the, they Sankara the Sankata Bhikkhus. <laughs> Therefore, they're called Sankara. he uses the word Abhisankaroti. First, they construct the condition. So it's the same word. Call them Sankara because they, they sankara the sankatas Therefore they're called Sankaras. And what is the Sankata that they Sankara? They Sankara conditioned form or programmed form as form. They sankara programmed feeling as feeling. They program, they sankara programmed perceptions as perceptions. They program, they condition. They structure, they formulate volitional formations, impulses and intentions and they formulate and condition consciousness. They sankara the sankhata because therefore they are called sankharas. So they construct conditioned conditioned forms, forms. How do they do that? through the quality of attention contact intention these are the agencies contact what is contacted? a contact is is what attention goes towards if you don't attend to it, you don't get contact where contact happens, attention goes these are two agencies of Sankara. So, what contacts you? Colour of the floor? Probably not. Mm. Nature of the building? Probably not. Temperature in the room? That might do it. Mm. The particular line up of monks and nuns? That might do something. Mm. What do you notice? What do you contact? Senior monk? Teacher? Mm-hmm. Person you have difficulties with? A person you admire? Mm-hmm. There's a certain quality there, isn't there, that's determining what form arises in the mind and what perceptions arise. That's conditioning form. And out that form, Sankara concoct a person. That's how form gets concocted. One's own form, this apparent sense of being present, that's constructed. What do you get, actually, in a series of sensations? You don't see it very much, mostly sensations, energies, qualities of Vitality or lack of it that's changeable what kind of form is that something that's got no fixed shape at all the more directly you get up to it the more directly you enter it the less solid it seems the only thing solid about it is the I am and what's that? Would it be possible to just put that term, that reference point, to one side? I should be. Put that term to one side. I'm not. Put that term to one side. Directly experience the fluid, contingent, dependent, arising of form. In terms of these Solidities, heat, vitality, movement. And you realise it's a fluid structure. There's a certain continuity there, a coherence, but it's not rigid. There's a continuity, a coherence, but it's not rigid. This is a very important reference to made to any structure it's coherent it's, it's continuing, it's something that can be continued flows on, it's not rigid same thing with our monastic structure our retreat structure even our moral structure you might say the bones of the body represent our morals and yet you can break a bone Okay, that was a mistake Painful, uncomfortable, but you can be healed, you can return. So, even our precepts we hold like this. And instead of held with fear and nitpicking, finicky, you know, legalism. And so, you can learn a lot just from Rupa Kaya, how Rupa shifts and changes. Kaya, Sankara remains, but the more Rupa is allowed to shift and change, the more steady, soothing, calm, radiant, the Kaya becomes, It's no longer trapped in this person-pack, identity-pack, compulsive-pack. It's even that, even that much, much has been learned as a foundation. This is not a belief system, a direct experience. Through bringing citta, the benevolent citta, the wise citta, the compassionate citta, the aspiring citta, the measured citta, the soothing citta into this very body, Shifting and changing. If you could do something with that, what about the rest of the aggregates? Is it possible that those fixed perceptions, those fixed programs, mental attitudes, views, opinions, biases, could also be shifting and you feel better for it? Not threatened, but actually more clear more genuine. Well, it could. And it's worth doing. Worth trying. Practicing with. Past is a memory. Future, who knows. So in this way, these um, two maps this so the Sankara, jitta, vajji, kaya-sankara, they are the dynamic that manifests these aggregates, that concocts them, the, the kaya-sankara grasped at, with ignorance concocts. World of Rupa, external shapes, thus fixed. These mm. sankaras concoct, formulate, program. And also, because of that, just because of that, because they're dynamic programs, they can also be stilled, adjusted, shifted. Released. This is the nub of it, isn't it? And it crosses all the constructions we make in our life: construction of a retreat, construction of a monastery, the construction of meditation. It, you know, they 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 don't deny those, but they. They transcend and they, tr- they cross over till your whole of your living experience can be handled, moderated, from the most mundane to the most sublime, through the proper apprehension of these aggregates and the sankara that formulate them. This way there is a way out of suffering and stress. If it were not this way, the Buddha wouldn't have taught it and wouldn't have made it available for us. As it is this way, and as these terms, if you really begin to sense them, know them, and be responsible with them, they will lead to your welfare and happiness. There's, otherwise the Buddha wouldn't have taught that. It taught it because it's true, it taught it because it's good, and it's taught it because we constantly forget it, or don't get it, the power of ignorance. So it's up to, up to us to use our time to keep referring to some of these bases of practice, these terms of Dhamma, make them real, and with any one of them you begin to see the possibility for deep Change, transformation, one's welfare and happiness. And moderating as you meditate in your own body, moderating the thought patterns, the fig- moderating the emotional patterns, the fixed goes and no goes, the fears, the defensiveness, the ambition. Uh, the I Am's they want to arrive at a security free from suffering and stress.